Hey, you guys. Today is August 17th. It is Monday night. And for the first time in a long time, I am super fired up about my podcast. When I first started doing these podcasts, a lot of the topics that I would talk about, um, they the topics would come from sort of a situation in life. And I would just kind of go on these tangents or rants and just chat with you about things that like concern me, things that I would see in other people. I'm insanely observant. So I look around and I watch everything. But today I got finally got the, what do you call this, Wi-Fi on in my house. So now I'm no longer on this little hotspot. I got full-fledged cable, full-fledged Wi-Fi happening, so expect more podcasts coming from me. But today, I want to talk to you about these two types of hustlers. Like, we always see people saying that they're hustling. And I mean, I don't even know when this started. I feel like, for me, this whole hustling culture started with kind of like Diddy. So when I was around and in college, um... Right as I was like graduating, it was that whole making the band, walking to get cheesecake. For those of you who are super young and don't know anything about that, um, I'm pretty sure you can find it on YouTube how Diddy sent some of the band members to walk and get cheesecake and the reactions that people got from that and how people felt like some people got it, most people didn't. Like, I'm not doing that. Like, what does me walking to get cheesecake have to do with my career? And so from that, um, everybody kind of started hustling and like Jay-Z, he talks about the hustle. Um, I'm pretty sure there are tons of quotes. I wonder if you just Google Jay-Z hustle quotes, how many of them he has. Uh, but anyway, here we are today in the age of social media. And now everybody claims they're a hustler. Everybody claim, everybody feels like if they're posting on Instagram or they are, you know, seen with this or that person that they're hashtag hustling. So today I want to talk to you about how one of those hustlers isn't hustling at all. And this is not as organized as I would like for it to be, but the message is so passionate and I literally couldn't stop writing down notes for this. So um, I'm going to get into it, but you know, I got to do the housekeeping first. Um, MyTachi.com, I still have my journals on sale. I think the mugs are sold out. I probably won't do those again. So if you want a journal, I say you hop on that because I'm not going to make any more ever. So if you have this journal, you will be the first and last person to get it. I'm going to be moving on from that. So I do want to record some more private podcasts and secret podcasts for people who purchase those journals. So please do stand by. Now that I'm popping on the internet, now that I got my Wi-Fi going, I can do more for you. Um, but... I broke these two types of hustlers up into, into categories. And there's one person that calls themselves a hustler that I like to refer to as like a work mule or like worker bee. And then I have another category for the person that is a true hustler. So I'm probably going to go back and forth and say who's doing what, but I really want to start off by saying that this person that's calling themselves a hustler, that's always busy. So you know people who are always busy doing work that anybody can do that does not make you a hustler, okay? It's like you're just busy. You are busy kind of like doing work that's not complex, that doesn't require much of your thought, nothing at all. And so I don't ever want you to confuse yourself as to as a hustler when 
you are doing things that anybody else can do, meaning you're not doing things better than everybody else, right? That's what makes you a true hustler when the way that you do it is better than anybody else that can ever do it, okay? The way that you, or the, the things that you do, everybody else can't do, right? And the way that you become that person and separate yourself from the group of worker mules is that you invest in yourself. A real hustler invests in themselves. What do they do? They take classes outside. You know, once you graduate, whatever you went, you know, high school, college, if you've not taken it upon yourself to attempt to learn something new, you're not a hustler. And what does that mean? That can be anything. Like, I remember I've taken sign language classes, right? Like, I don't know. I've always been insanely curious and felt like I should always be learning. And so sometimes in the summer <clears throat> when I wasn't as professionally busy as I am now, I took a, an American Sign Language class, which was really amazing. And I still know a few things. It's been a while, but I still know some of these things. I also took a drawing class. I also, I always felt like I can only draw stick figures. And so one summer as an, as a college student and it had, didn't go towards my credit. I ended up taking a drawing course at night in summer school at a community college just to stretch myself outside of what I initially felt comfortable doing. So you have to invest in yourself. Okay. Um, so another thing that work mules do versus true hustlers is they don't see opportunity ever, right? You, they don't see opportunity ever. And they also don't see opportunity, like even in, in what is perceived as negative moments. So a lot of times entrepreneurs build things out of like negativity or low moments are how some of the best um, businesses are made like JK Rowling of Harry Potter. I think her quote is like rock bottom is the foundation in which I found myself or built my business. I have to look it up, but you get what I'm saying is that a lot of times your lowest moment is the place where the opportunity is richest. And I feel like faux hustlers is probably what I should call them. They see a dark moment or they look at something and they're just completely beat up. They don't even know how to see the opportunity in things. You know, they don't realize like sometimes if you're a faux hustler, you look at titles, you look at where you are in a company, not realizing that this may be the richest opportunity ever. I tell people all the time, being someone's personal assistant, being someone's assistant, being with someone who is successful all the time, even if you are carrying your bags is a rich opportunity. But if you got that mindset, like, you know, you're faux hustling and you thinking that is the look is what's most important. You're focused on how you look to other people. You're missing out on a really grand opportunity to learn. And so that takes me to another thing that I think a true hustler does. A true hustler is willing to outwork and outlearn every other person. So if you know that you're not willing to outwork your peers, and what does that mean? That means going above and beyond, even when you're not getting paid to go above and beyond. That means going the extra mile, even when you're not getting paid to go the extra mile. That person is, that person is poised to become successful. And if you're that person that 
the clock strikes and you're like, I'll just finish this tomorrow. You already packing up your bag 30 minutes before it's time to go. Please don't call yourself a hustler. Please don't do that because you're not, you know, you, you have to know, you have to know that. Another thing that I feel like a work mule is or a faux hustler is somebody who connects with the wrong people. So um, every now and then I'll go out and I speak at various events and I'll have people who will just come up to me. I'll do a talk. And so they'll know who I am within the company and they'll just come up to me and ask me for my business card. Right. And I don't always give it out because I'm like, you think that knowing me is of some benefit to you. And it probably isn't, you know, it's like, I've had people ask me and don't even introduce themselves. So understand that every single successful person may not be a person that you necessarily need in your network. I know that sounds crazy, but you may not need them. Um, or you may need their assistant, or you may need someone else within their organization to assist you. So when you're out and you're going to events and you're quote unquote networking, Maybe the conversation is to go up to that person and say, hi, I really enjoyed your talk. I, you know, who within your organization would be the best person to speak to for X? You know, it's like, you've got to be more calculated with what you're doing. Just trying to connect with people for no reason other than the fact that they're successful is just a waste of your time. It really is. I meet super successful people all the time. I'm in the room with so many different people all the time, but I may not necessarily need them for my business. You know, I, I may need the person that's putting the chairs down more than I need the CEO of this company because of what I'm trying to do. You know, I may need the, the, the AV guy, the guy who's doing the actual presentations and working the lights and working the sound. I need to, may need to know him more than so-and-so CEO, right? So it's like, take your eyes off of the quote-unquote star and go for what you need, right? And so you have to be more aware of that, more aware of what you need. Another thing that I feel like faux hustlers do is they don't take advantage of who they're associated with. So they don't take advantage of their relationships or they don't know how to take advantage of their relationships. So you got so many people in this age of social media, they just want to be seen with people because in some ways there's some social currency in being seen with someone, but I'd rather know you for real, for real and be able to call you and talk to you for real, for real than have you take a picture with me on Instagram, right? And so I think so many times, so many people faux hustling just trying to be seen with a person rather than really attempting to get to know them. Um, and if you don't know how to do that, there are several books on how to like build and start relationships in business. Like there are thousands, like I'm pretty, there has to be. So you have to do that. Um, if you don't know how to start a conversation, if you don't know how to attempt to build and everybody's not going to want to be associated with you or be your friend. I always say the best way to get people to listen to you is to be dope. Like, if what you're doing is so amazing, people will give you their time. But nobody's going to give their time to somebody who, ha who, who hasn't proven themselves or isn't currently proving themselves, right? So you want to know people, you want to be connected with people, be dope. And how are you dope? When you're a true hustler that 
is asking lots of good questions. I think so often people are so afraid to ask good questions. If you don't know what you're doing, you need to say that. Do not misunderstand. And I hate that word misunderstand. I hate when people be like, I misunderstood. It's like, you didn't know. You did not misunderstand. You did not know. And if you do not know, the best thing that you can do for everybody is to, is to say that you don't know. And there's a way that you can say it. That's really cute. I do it all the time. Like, I don't know everything. I can't know everything, but I'm also not afraid to say that I don't. And so sometimes I'll do this. I'll go, hey, so-and-so. Um, let's just say Ashley, because I think Ashley just retweeted me. Hey, hey, Ashley, um, just, I just want to make sure that you and I are both on the same page. Can we hop on a quick phone call um, so that I can chat with you about that? Now, did you notice that I, that I didn't send an email and I didn't send a text? Because when you send an email and you send a text when you don't know, all you're doing is further complicating it. If you don't know it right now, what makes you think you're going to know it in an email or a text? I think that having a voice, a voice conversation or a face-to-face -face conversation helps you. And what it also does is it makes you less sensitive and insecure about the fact that you don't know, right? So sometimes email, the tone gets misconstrued, right? But when you go to someone with a really, truly genuine, like that look on your face, like, eh, I'm not sure, you know, I'm not too sure about this. People will have some sympathy for you. And the question it doesn't look, and I hate this word, dumb question. I don't even like the word dumb, I, I, but I know people use that. But the question doesn't seem bad, right? It doesn't seem like a bad question. So ask lots and lots of questions. And even, I had a meeting over the weekend, and I'm supposed to do something that's going to be very hard for me to do. And knowing myself, I know that I'm not going to be able to get it right the first five times that I attempted because it's a foreign concept to me. I know that I can do it, but it's going to stretch me. And so I had no problem putting out that disclaimer. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to do this, but I want you to know that it's probably going to take me 12 stabs to get it right. People have so much respect for that. It's just like, you have to, and I may not even need 12 stabs. I may get it right in the second or third stab, or I might need 24 stabs, but the bottom line is that I'm going to do it. The other bottom line is that I'm also aware of the fact that this is new to me. And so there's no reason at all for me to be insecure about something that I am not familiar with. And that's what you have to remember and keep in mind. If you are not familiar with it, you don't need to be sensitive or insecure about it. Okay. So please stop doing that. So many people do that and they're afraid to ask questions. They feel like they should know. Why should you know? I remember my first job, full-time job out of college. Um, I got this job in this department and it was like all rock music. And I'll just be completely honest with you. I did not listen to rock music at the time. Um, I listen to some of it now, but I, I was completely clueless. And I called my dad after a meeting that we had. And I remember sitting in this meeting feeling like everybody was speaking like Chinese because I didn't have a clue. And I was so worried that I wasn't going to be able to work there, that I was going to get found out, that everybody was going to think that I was um, wasn't who I said I was, that I wasn't really that smart. And my dad said something to me and it stuck with me forever. He was like, my leak, every single person in that room has been you before. So nobody was born with the book of knowledge. Every single person sat in a room being the person that didn't know. 
Okay. So you have to know that even if it's your boss, even if it's somebody who seems like they're all knowing every single person was you one day. Okay. Look at me getting all passionate. I told you this was something I was so passionate about. Um, let's see what else I have. Um, another person who is a faux hustler is somebody who doesn't know when it's time to move on. I do not know why that just bothers me so much when people don't know when it's time to move on. It's almost just like I used to work in the music industry and I started out working online and I remember when file sharing started Napster and all of that. And I remember like music, the music industry trying to fight something like you can't fight free music. You know, it's like, I feel that way about things. It's like, there are some things that you just can't fight. And why, why not? Why sink on the boat when you can jump off and you still have time to swim? So, you know, know when it's time to move on, know when it's time to pivot. And I say this all the time and I'm literally having this conversation with myself because I'm going to have to make a hard decision. A hard decision is not the wrong decision. Just because it's hard to make doesn't make it wrong. And I always say that even if it's wrong, you learn from it and you have a right to change your mind, but do not sit around not deciding. Do not stay sitting there because it's hard. Um, finally, I think that a work mule or, or a faux hustler is somebody who's always focused on money. It's all about the money for them. You know, everything is about how much they're making. Now, some people will confuse this because real hustlers make real money. And it seems, and, and the way that they're focused on money is different. It's like a real hustler is able to see the opportunity. So they understand that opportunity may not equal dollars up front. Opportunity may equal dollars in several years. Like I've had someone who's worked with me for maybe five years now. And when she started off, she only made like a hundred bucks a week because that's all I could afford to pay her. And over time, that number has increased significantly and it will continue to increase as more opportunities arise for the both of us because this person, a real hustler, understands that opportunity arises. So I want you to know that you have to be disciplined. If you're gonna be a true hustler, you have to be disciplined. You might have to take a low paying or unpaid job to learn because you are investing in yourself, right? So do not be so focused on money. I want you to be willing to fall and willing to fail. You, I just, I believe that those are the places that are rich in opportunity. Sometimes in your lowest moment is when the, the best comes from you. So, um, and final, final, final thing is that a true hustler knows, knows when to say no. Okay. I want you to practice that. I want you to say no. I want you, if you're listening to this in the car, I want you to say no right now. I'll wait. Thank you. I want you to say it one more time. I'll wait. You have to learn to say no. Okay. That is something that you must practice. It's something that I want you to do. Um, if you want to just practice anytime, you can tweet me anytime and say no, okay? I want you to get used to saying that because that's what's going to separate you from being a faux hustler versus a real hustler. So that is it for me. I always thank you guys for rocking with me. Uh, I always have so much fun chatting with you and I will be back soon now that I got the Wi-Fi going. Talk to, you, talk to you later, guys.